There's maybe some kind of deal in the works to get more money for small businesses, but not for food stamps. The latest versus showdown on Instagram Live was more of a letdown. And the world is on lockdown, but weed, that's essential. So we're talking with BuzzFeed News' Sachi Cole about how people are staying mellow in this crisis. The date, April 20th, 2020. The time, news o'clock. Good afternoon, I'm Hayes Brown. And I'm Casey Rackham. Welcome to the premiere of News O'Clock. We have been so excited to bring the show to life for y'all, and I almost can't believe that the day is finally here. Confetti is everywhere right now, champagne waiting to be popped, except like, we're of course recording in our closets at home, in lockdown, very big sigh. Now, for those of you who listened to the show when it was called Impeachment Today, thank you so much for sticking around. For those of you who just saw our sick cover art and thought, sure, why not? Welcome to the fam. So here's what you're getting in this deal. Every weekday, Hayes, until recently a world news editor for BuzzFeed News, and I, senior TV and film editor for BuzzFeed.com, are going to be giving you the latest in news and pop culture. Quick, fun, and very, very BuzzFeed. This is your first time podcasting, Casey, so how are we feeling about it so far? Honestly, I'm feeling pretty good because I usually listen to podcasts, you know, to get like the quick news updates of the day. And now I'm saying them out loud, so I don't have to do that. Look, it's Ma, a you made one it. And done. <laughs> <laughs> you get the headlines, you hear the headlines, set. Sorry, everyone who Casey was subscribed to before. She has a new <laughs> love now, her own show. <laughs> Listen, this is your fault for asking me to do this. Here I am. <laughs> I, I take full blame for it. Okay, we've got a lot to get through, so let's dive on in. First up, we have the Corona Minute, where I run down the latest in the horror show currently happening in the world outside. Okay, you've got one minute on the clock, and go. This weekend, the U.S. hit the shitty milestone that is an estimated 40,000 people who have died from the coronavirus. Also, the $350 billion in money for small businesses that Congress passed a few weeks ago, that's gone, all of it, no more money. Which is bonkers, given how many small businesses are still hurting out there, and how many big companies managed to get some of those dollars. That includes Potbelly Sandwiches and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, which got loans of $10 and $20 million each. Again, not small businesses, though some of their restaurants are owned by franchisees, so they kind of account? Shake Shack, though, says it got $10 million from the Paycheck Protection Program, but said today it's giving it back. So good for them. Democrats in the House and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin say they're close-ish to working out a deal that would set aside billions of dollars more for the smallest of businesses. It would also see increases in funding for hospitals and testing for the coronavirus. It would not, however, give more money to states to help fight the pandemic or to food stamps programs trying to help people make ends meet. So, not ideal. And that was your Corona Minute update. Okay, did I fit it all in? Audio producer Dan is saying that I didn't. Well, fine. There's a lot going on. Okay, you know what? I will try harder as we move forward to get this within one minute. You can count on that. All right, it's time for today's good news, bad news. As you might guess from the name, this is where I bring you some of the most awe and some of the most, oh my God, no, stories from around the internet. I could use some good news up first. Well, funny enough, some good news is what John Krasinski's new YouTube show is called. And in the latest episode, Krasinski played host to a virtual prom for all the high schoolers out there who had to miss their big night. It was super cute. Um, Special guests included the Jonas Brothers, who appeared in a bit with Rain Wilson before performing Sucker. 
And then bajillion Grammy Award winner Billie Eilish performed Bad Guy from her room with her brother, which was so amazing for me because Billie Eilish is actually a really big Office fan. So she was freaking out the whole time. I mean, such a big fan that she sampled some of the Office theme song and put it into one of her songs. So that was amazing. And then um, Chance the Rapper finished up the show. And all of this was super cute. And I saw it all on TikTok, which I'm addicted to, where all of these teens basically started putting on their makeup, curling their hair, putting on their outfits, and then sitting down at their computer to watch a virtual prom. It was both sad and adorable. I am really surprised looking back that getting all dressed up and sitting down in front of my computer was not how I spent my prom in 2005, which was 15 years ago. I'm basically dying as we speak. Uh, but no, me and my friends, uh, we had our dates, uh, whole complicated story with that, but we went to the Applebee's in Flint, Michigan, got in my friend's parents' like old van and drove to the University of Michigan Flint rec center area where we realized, oh, this is a promenade and there are you know, people getting out of limos where the parents are taking pictures of people in their fancy dresses. And we were like, okay, pull the van around the back so we can schlep into this too small dance space. Okay, Hayes, I would take Applebee's over what my prom was because I don't remember my prom because I had 103 degree fever because my body has this cool trick where it wills itself to be sick and have a fever when I'm too stressed out or anxious. It's real fun for me. Anyways, How are you I'm feeling just, right now? <laughs> I'm feeling good. A podcast seems so much better than going to prom. I did not have interest in going to prom. <laughs> Okay, so I don't really remember it due to the day quill and the fever, but that's my fun story that my mom hates that I tell. <laughs> you win. You win prom experience. That's that's much better. Yes. <laughs> okay, so now for some bad news. The much hyped Instagram live battle between producers Babyface and Teddy Riley did not go exactly as planned this past Saturday. So this was all part of the Versus series put on by Swizz Beats that gave us Lil Jon and T-Pain. And... Basically, it was Babyface versus Riley, and this was supposed to happen much earlier, but Babyface caught COVID. Luckily, he's recovered. But all you need to know is that Babyface is in his 60s, Riley is in his 50s, and that there were so many technology fails that happened. Teddy Riley tried to stream the whole thing on his website, and this is what people heard. Do not adjust your device. It really sounded this bad. Yep, that's terrible. That is, that's just horrible, all right? Listen, I don't fault them 100% because everyone is failing at like Zooming and, and Google Hangouts and live streaming. But uh, a lot of people on Twitter are blaming Teddy Riley for just going way, way above and beyond because it was just so extra. It wasn't just him. It was him and a hype man. And just like it was basically a whole concert that was going on. And then Babyface was just in his studio with an iPhone. See, Babyface got it. Whereas Teddy, I saw pictures and the videos behind the scenes. He had a whole crew there. No masks, social distancing, who it was just a mess. And honestly, karma got him. Karma 100% came for Teddy. But in good news or maybe bad news, the live stream has been rescheduled for tonight. So everyone get ready for that. Oh, I've been ready. That is entirely how my night is being spent. Okay, when we come back from panic shopping to worrying about their health, we're talking to Sachi Cole about how the weed smokers of the world are responding to the pandemic. Be right back. 
SheFit, we're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat-burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self-doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. Thursday, February 10th. Kick off Super Bowl 56 weekend with host Keegan-Michael Key. Find out who will be named the AP Most Valuable Player. Delivered by Pizza Hut, the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year. Presented by Nationwide and more. Plus, the Pro Football Hall of Fame Class of 2022 delivered with Uber Eats will be revealed. NFL Honors, presented by Invisalign. Thursday, February 10th at 9 Eastern, 8 Central on ABC, NFL Network, and ESPN+. All times live except in the Pacific Time Zone. Hi, I'm Robert Lamb. And I'm Joe McCormick, and we're the hosts of the science podcast, Stuff to Blow Your Mind, where every week we get to explore some of the weirdest questions in the universe. Like, if sci-fi teleportation was possible, how would it square with the multitudes of organisms that inhabit our human bodies? Can we find evidence of emotions in animals like bees, ants, and crayfish? How would an interplanetary civilization function? Does free will exist? Stuff to Blow Your Mind examines neurological quandaries, cosmic mysteries, evolutionary marvels, and the wonders of techno-history. Basically, this show is the altar where we worship the weirdness of reality. If anybody ever told you you ask the weirdest questions, it is time to come join us in the place where you belong, the Stuff to Blow Your Mind podcast. New episodes publish every Tuesday and Thursday with bonus episodes on Saturdays. Listen to Stuff to Blow Your Mind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. It's time for Say More. This is where we get to talk some of the best people out there and just spending some quality time with us. It being a very special day for a lot of people out there, we decided it was best to kick it off recognizing how hard this crisis has been for them. Yes, that's right. We're talking about marijuana on April 20th. Wow, groundbreaking. Nah, cliche aside, we're joined today by BuzzFeed News culture writer Sachi Cole, author of the story, People Are Still Using Cannabis During the Pandemic, How Are They Getting It? Hello, Sachi. Hello, happy 420. Happy 420. First of all, thank you. You are first guest on the show, so you're basically setting the bar against which all future guests will be measured. No pressure. That's great. But everybody will very easily be able to tiptoe over this bar. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you wrote this piece towards what now feels like the early part of this crisis. What inspired you to look into people's weed habits? Um, Well, uh, I'm an immigrant in this country, so I don't think I should say too much about what inspired me to work on this piece. (laughs) Um, But I was thinking about it a lot because I'm from Canada and obviously weed is illegal. It's, It's legal there and it's also quite easy to get. You can get it delivered. The government regulates it much like they do the liquor stores in Ontario. So I was trying to figure out how this was going to work in uh, a place like New York, which is where I live now, because it's, uh, you know, it's, it's like being in, um, like, it's like being 10 years ago where you call a guy and he comes over and he brings a backpack and it's kind of an intimate experience. And Mm -hmm. Uh, We've lost a lot of examples of intimacy in in the quarantine. That's actually like way deeper than I was expecting you to get with that. The intimacy of the weed deal experience has been lost to us. That's kind of sweet. 
meet. You like invite a stranger to your house or you go into their car and you assume no one will die. So, I mean, I think that's a really (laughs) intimate thing. That's a really good point. So you put out this call on Twitter for people to answer how things are going for them. How many people actually wrote in and responded to you? Oh, a lot. So we got probably 500 or 600 users of weed for a variety of reasons. And then we also ended up getting um, a pretty sizable number of dealers across uh, Canada and the U.S. And there were a few people in Europe as well. That's like a crazy high number, by the way. That's like a full ass like data set that pollsters can use. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I think I think people are eager to talk about their weed usage because I think a lot of people want it to be legal and easier to get. I mean, if the liquor stores can stay open right now, I think it's reasonable to expect that you know weed retailers would too, which they obviously have in places that uh, have it legal. Were there any wild responses that didn't make it into the story? Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, like a lot of the responses were people begging me to help them find a dealer, uh, which is not really (laughs) something I can help them do. But yeah, you know, there were a lot of of really tragic responses from people who use weed to medicate. Either they have a lot of physical pain or they have mental illnesses that they help treat with weed. And losing access to that's been really scary and really frustrating for them and heartbreaking. And, you know, at the time, and like you said, this was sort of at the beginning of our stay in shelter orders. They really didn't know what was going to happen. They really didn't know if they were going to be able to get any. And so people are are hoarding it and they are trying to ration it. They're having less than they would ordinarily have to treat their symptoms just because they're afraid of running out. In your piece, you said that my inbox now has a number of emails asking for leads on new dealers from people who lost theirs. If any of you know someone, mainly in the Sharon, Staunton, Canton area of Massachusetts, I know a guy who needs a guy. So did he ever find a guy? I don't know if he ever found a guy. I couldn't find him a guy because I didn't know anybody in that area. But I also, after the piece ran, I got a bunch of DMs from people who were like, I also live in that neighborhood and I need a guy. So I don't know what's going on in Massachusetts, but like, they just, they need to get their shit together. Clearly they're having a shortage. One guy is about to have like a lot of customers. Yeah, there's like, I, it's, it really sounds like there was one guy who was dealing in that area and he decided he didn't want to during this. And now there's a bunch of people who, who are running dry. I feel really bad for them. I don't know what to do. And that, that very much checks out. I went to school in Boston and coming from <laughs> California, it's not a great place. Uh, uh, weed isn't just everywhere for everyone there. And also, like, what else are you supposed to do during this time? <laughs> like, everybody needs a hobby. A lot of people who you spoke with were medical patients and were worried about the supply problem. Have you heard back from any of them? Yeah. So um, for a few of them, they ended up finding new sources and they ended up finding new people. I think the anxiety about weed running out was, I think, a little higher than what ended up happening. I don't think a lot of them have actually seen significant shortages, especially in states where it is legal, even though people were worried about curbside pickup being banned, which I don't think it has been since. Yeah, but I think I think this it's generally it's it's anxiety producing. I mean, not being able to get access to the things that make you feel good and comfortable and healthy and safe is really scary. And this is just one example of that. And, you know, when there's already a lot of uncertainty, I think people are going to be afraid about it for a while until we have a sense of when we can feel safe going outside. So like we've mentioned, you're from Canada. Casey is in California. You and me, Sachi, we're in New York, which is far less civilized. Uh, mm-hmm. Of the people that who reached out to you, was there any sort of disparity between people being more concerned where 
weed was illegal versus where it is legal, not just about supply, but about the actual legality of it and how that would make it harder to come across. Oh, yeah. Like, let me tell you, I've never understood why Americans were so frustrated with Canadian smugness than I did working on this piece, because the number of responses that were like, what do you mean? I just put an order and the government sent it to my house. How could this ever be a problem? I was like, this is why nobody cares that like we burn down the White House, because we're so obnoxious about like, <laughs> the three things that we've done that we have to talk about all the fucking time. Yeah, I mean, like, I got a ton of responses like that, and those people are not worried, and I'm very happy for them, and they shouldn't be worried, and I wish that was uh, more commonplace, but, you know, now Canada has uh, health insurance, and they have weed, so come on, America, do one thing, (laughs) do one thing. So this story went up on March 30th. We're almost a month further into the lockdown. Have you considered an update on how the situation has changed? Well, I think I don't know. I I haven't really thought about it yet, only because I don't know if there really is one. I think frustratingly, it's a case by case thing. So there are people who continue to have access because they know a guy and that guy's happy to keep coming to their house and other people don't and they don't know what to do. And that's why I have so many DMs from people asking if I know a guy that can uh, hook them up. But you know, tragically, it's kind of another example of the lack of certainty we have right now. Okay, final question for you, Sachi. What are you doing with your day, the special blessed day, once you're off the line with us? Okay, so again, I'm an immigrant in this country. (laughs) So I'm going to, uh, like, pray. (laughs) I'm going to recite the amendments, and I'm going to read up on U.S. history and memorize all the presidents in order. And then I'm going to write a letter to all of them and tell them that I'm so thankful for letting them, letting me stay in this beautiful country, which is uh, freedom and eagles, America, uh, flag, uh, liberty. Well put. Thank you. Thank Thank you you so much. Some of us are waiting for a green card, guys, so we can't (laughs) be running our mouths. It's also Uh, my mother's birthday, so I'm going to uh, write her a letter about the Indian government where I say the exact same things. (laughs) Sounds great. Happy birthday, Mama Cole. Everybody in my life is getting a letter about liberty and eagle and flag. Um, Well, thank you you so much, Do you guys also love flag? Because it's important that we end this with you admitting that you love flag. We love Flag so much. Flag is very important to us, Sachi. Thank you for keeping us patriotic and on our toes during this, our our first episode. And a very, very happy 420 to you (laughs) and to everyone. It's time for The List, because if you know BuzzFeed at all, you know how much we love lists. Today, we've got six of the most indecipherable push alerts from CoStar. CoStar, for those of you out there who somehow don't care about star signs, is the premier astrology app for millennials between the ages of 24 and 35. And their push alerts, which are supposed to sum up your day, have gotten pretty weird lately. Without further ado, here's some of our favorites. The only library you need is the one inside your mind. Number two, poetry teeters on the edge of insanity. (laughs) Number three, every person you've met is a mirror. Number four, you are not a corpse, comma, yet. Number five, 
It can be hard to tell the difference between good and bad luck when you don't have a father. And finally, number six, this inscrutable masterpiece. Research wards 86 and 5B with someone, period. What? None of them make any sense whatsoever. I I personally love the good luck, bad luck when you don't have a father one, because that's like several layers of judgment that I don't know where that's coming from. (laughs) Okay, and I like the library one because it was sent to me. I got that push. I kid you not, when I was on my way to a library to get a new library card. But it was telling me apparently not to go. I still went. I don't know. Ah, <laughs> uh, denying the stars. I I like astrology, but only as far as like the star signs and, you know, picking out character traits. I don't like the here's what the stars say your day is going to be like style very much, to be honest. Oh, no, I, I totally agree with that because I'm not looking for something to like tell me how to live my day. Like, I know how to do that. What I'm looking for is astrology to tell me everything about my personality, the personality of my friends, and the personality of my enemies so that I am better prepared to handle them. The enemies one is really key. You have to know how to properly take down a probably Scorpio. No no apology I, to Scorpios need, out I there. Need to know, I need to know their weak spots. <laughs> I need to know. And that's coming <laughs> from soft a underbelly. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, listeners, have you spotted a good slash confusing co-star push alert out there in the wild? Please tell us all about it. Open up the voice memo app on your phone, hit record, then send yours to us at newsaclock at buzzfeed.com. That's newsaclock, one word, at buzzfeed.com. Or you can DM us on Twitter. We're at News O'Clock, all one word there as well. Be sure also to let us know where you're sending yours in from because we gather all the best submissions from our lists throughout the week and compile them into one mega list. So keep an ear out for yours. Okay, we have time for one more thing because we just can't let you go until we talk about this. Kira Knightley's secret talent is everything I didn't know we needed in this world. I'm listening. Okay, now we're all learning a lot about ourselves during quarantine and learning about each other. Sometimes too much about each other, but yes. Okay, you seem really unsympathetic to the plight of the extroverts out there, but fine. Not everything requires jumping on Instagram live, but I I digress. No, I get it. We really have sort of devolved back into an earlier time of social media when everyone was just really boring. Years later and suddenly everyone's tweets are like, we're back in 2008, eating a sandwich. Just looked outside. It was pretty. But there's one person who's chosen this time to share with us a talent that I dare say we needed now more than ever. Kieran Knightley was asked to do a video for World Health Day earlier this month for the Hope From Home fundraising project. But I feel like we knew Kiera Knightley was mad talented, though. So what should what could she have been hiding from us? Oh, Hayes, just you wait. Feast your ears on this. I was trying to think of something entertaining to do and I couldn't think of anything. So I'm going to play my teeth, which is my one and only party trick. Uh, here's Yesterday by the Beatles. That is what I call having raw talent. That was like a skit from The Muppet Show brought to life, and I honestly don't know how to feel about this. Okay, what's really great is that I looked up Kira Knightley 
playing music on teeth because I wanted to know more. And this is not the first time she has done this. She's also done it on Conan and the Graham Norton show. So I just love that she's doing this one woman show just going around <laughs> playing music on her teeth. <laughs> it's the same song every time? Is it always Yesterday no. by the Beatles? <laughs> no, she didn't. No, I think on Conan she did Despacito. <laughs> I'm... I'm I'm stunned. How bored do you have to be to start just clicking your teeth like that and realize I can make a tune out of this one? Okay, really bored, but also perfect time during quarantine. You know, she's she's like one ahead of all of us. She has a talent. What do we have? I can do puzzles. Everyone can do puzzles. Right? I'm not about to go to a party and be like, want to watch me do the New York Times crossword? No, everyone will leave me completely standing isolated <laughs> alone, which I guess is kind of up to par with quarantine womp womp (laughs) okay wait but do you have any like party tricks that you would that you've shown people before god i i wish i i feel like any party trick i've ever attempted to show people looking back on it is just a huge cringe moment so no i got nothing casey how about you (laughs) (laughs) no you know what i don't put myself out there like that but i do know that when i was like in elementary school i used to tell people that i had dimples on my shoulders that only appeared when i smiled but really i just like have these weird dimples on my shoulders i was born with and they're there always (laughs) (laughs) kira knightley look out Casey's coming for you with a new secret talent. All right, that's it for today. Thank you for joining us for the first show. Join us tomorrow for a look at the anti-stay-at-home protests that are happening in Michigan and the rest of the country. And friends, remember, stopping to smell the roses is only a good idea still if you keep your face mask on the way over your nose and mouth. Seriously. Be sure to subscribe to News O'Clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. You can also give us a follow on Twitter.com at News O'Clock. And finally, be sure to tell your friends about the show and have them set their alarms so they never miss News O'Clock. If dog people made dog food, it wouldn't be sold in a 50-pound bag in the hardware aisle by the shoe polish. It would actually be food. It would be made with real, fresh meat and veggies gently cooked to preserve their nutritional value. You know, like food. The Farmer's Dog was created by dog people who cook and deliver fresh, healthy food. Try the Farmer's Dog and get fresh, pre-portioned meals tailored to your dog's needs. Tell us about your dog, build your plan, and get 50% off at thefarmersdog.com slash listen. That's thefarmersdog.com slash listen. What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Hillary Clinton, and I'm so excited to be back with a third season of You and Me Both. When I started this podcast, we were going through some tough times, and let's face it, we still are. And here's what I know. We cannot get through this alone. So please join me for more conversations with people who will make you think, make you laugh, and help us find a path forward. This season, I'll be talking about the state of our democracy with experts and with people organizing on the ground. We'll draw inspiration from some amazing people like Olympic star Allison Felix and Grammy Award winner Brandi Carlisle. And we'll get into the hard stuff with writer Cheryl Strayed and my dear friend and colleague, Huma Abedin. 
So join us, listen to you and me both on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 